What is going on? It is another edition of the Stripe Show podcast. Welcome in. It is a froggy Wednesday, and wow, the golf world has been super busy. So we've got the buyer, Nelson, this week. You're going to hear in the podcast that we had Jason Kolkrak on. But to give you complete transparency here, we recorded with Jason on Monday evening, just as he had gotten to Dallas because he was not available to record uh, yesterday on Tuesday or today because he's playing in a program right now. We tried to speak to him again this morning, but I wanted to kind of update you on where things are because things have changed since we spoke to Jason on Monday night. You know, the tour uh, has finally put out a response. We asked Jason in the podcast about the Saudi Golf League, whether it's something that he had put in a request for, Jason will answer that in the podcast, whether he thought he was going to be given uh, the release or not. Once again, that's all in the podcast and all that stuff is still very relevant. However, we did speculate on what was the tour going to do with those people who had placed the requests to play the first event in Saudi. Would those be granted? We speculated on that and now we no longer have to speculate because we have the answer from the PGA Tour. So if you haven't heard, the PGA Tour has officially drawn the line in the sand once again. Their response to those who have requested to play the one event in London as the very first event for the new golf league, I believe it's going to be played June 9th. The PGA Tour late last night released a statement that says, we have notified those who have applied that their request has been declined in accordance with the PGA Tour tournament regulations as such tour members are not authorized to participate in the Saudi golf leagues, London event under our regulations, PJ tour, senior vice president, Tyler Dennis wrote to players in a memo as a membership organization. We believe this is the, this decision is in the best interest of the PGA tour and its players. So they will not be able to play. Now they have once again said that, People who do play will not be able to return. Jason and I discussed that, whether that will be stood upon or not. Jason has his opinions on that. And you will notice when Jason answers some questions, I'm going to go out on a limb that I do think Jason knew a little bit of this on Monday evening when we talked. It had not been released yet and completely respect uh, him having to go along with what the tour tells them to do. So there's no, no issue there. Jason was doing what he was told. Now, we also have a response from the LIV Golf. Greg Norman says, sadly, the PGA Tour seems intent on denying professional golfers their right to play golf unless it's exclusively in a PGA Tour tournament. This is particularly disappointing in light of the tour's nonprofit status, where its mission is to purportedly to promote the common interests of professional tournament golfers. Instead, the tour is intent on perpetuating its illegal monopoly of what should be a free and open market. The tour's action is anti-golf, anti-fan, and anti-competitive. But no matter what obstacles the PGA Tour puts in our way, we will not be stopped. We will continue to give players options that promote the great game of golf globally. That is their reply. So. I make my stance very clear as I have done for a long period of time here. I do not like where the money is coming from in the Saudi league. I don't like the way things are in Saudi Arabia. And so that is my issue. Jason and I discussed this. We go deep into it. So as you listen to the podcast, just understand we recorded Monday night. There has been some news like I just gave you since then, but the podcast still very relevant as we talk about the Saudi league, the upcoming Byron classic, the upcoming PGA championship and Jason will defend at the Charles Schwab uh, tournament three weeks uh, in three weeks in Fort Worth. So thank you once again for listening to another edition of the Stripe Show podcast. It's Froggy Wednesdays with Jason Kokrak. 
Welcome into another edition of the Stripe Show podcast. It is a froggy Wednesday, and you know, it, we usually have guests, but it, Jason's been on so many times. It's almost like he's not a guest anymore. He's just like he's just part of the family. We just got to we, we've got one of our guys in here this week uh, playing the Byron Nelson, a guy that's won three times in the last 13 months. One hell of a run. Uh, Jason Kokrak. Jason, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, anytime. Uh, you know, I've been doing quite a few podcasts lately. I mean, I've got my own uh, own show going on, so I, I feel like a you know I feel like a, a wily veteran these days. But yeah, I've been on it a couple times and uh, always enjoyable. You know what? Uh, you know what? We'll let you plug your own podcast. What's your what, What's your podcast you got going, and uh, and and how can people see it? Listen, to uh, it. Sirius XM, crushing it with Coke Rack uh, with Taylor Zarzer. Uh, sometimes I take over the uh, the Out of Bounds show with Michael Collins. So. Uh, once a month show kind of based around the, the, the majors and whatnot, but, uh, you know, we just talk, talk shop and take a lot of questions, uh, from all the callers. Yeah. We love Michael Collins. He's a super good dude. <laughs> He's a riot. He is a good dude. So you're playing this week, Byron Nelson, you have taken some well needed time off. I didn't realize how much golf you played in a short amount of time from Bay Hill to the players to Valspar. Then you took, I think a week off. No, no, no then match play, then match play. Then you took a week off. Then, the, then I then took a week Masters. off. Yep. Then you said you played the RBC and you woke up Sunday of the RBC and you you weren't feeling well. Um. Yeah, just uh, slept wrong. Uh, I don't, I can't really explain it. Uh, every once in a while I get kind of a, you know, it's not really a pinched nerve, just kind of a stressed muscle on my right side, kind of shoulder area, um, just below my neck. But this was both sides locked up and I thought it would be like one of those things where, uh, it would loosen up as I as I go, but uh, it didn't really do that. So uh, I think it was just uh, the stress of playing four in a row, week off Augusta, and uh, RBC back to back. So it was uh, it was a long stretch and a very difficult stretch of golf. Yeah, six six events in seven weeks is a lot. Number one, but let's yeah. be honest, there was not an easy golf course to be had in any of those six weeks, and the wind blew like hell or rain like hell in every single event. Yeah, all uh, all six of those golf courses, uh, when the weather's up, can play very, very difficult. A couple of them are very difficult uh, without any uh, wind and let alone the weather. So it was uh, it was quite a stretch. Um, I wanted to be as sharp as possible going into Augusta uh, with a week off, uh, you know, prior. But, uh, you know, it's just kind of one of those things that, you know, picking and choosing your schedule um, where, where it comes to. So it was uh, it was great golf, but, you know, definitely difficult. A solid finish at Augusta, but you know what? We can't talk about Augusta without talking about your hole in one of the par three contest. And usually there's a lot of hole in ones on, uh, on that day. You see a lot of them. You were the only one of the day. I know it was cut short due to weather and everything that was going on, but on the fourth yeah. hole, you roll in a hole in one. Is that the first one you've had there on those hallowed grounds? Uh, definitely. Uh, the first two years I played Augusta, uh, the par three was canceled. Uh, super excited to have my wife and my two little boys on the bag. Um, it was, uh, an amazing experience. My one son was covering his ears, like what's everybody going nuts about? And my other kid has no idea until I get up there and he sees the ball in the hole and, uh, I tell him to run it, run it over and give it to my dad. So it was, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, it's obviously one of those things that uh, I'll remember forever. And, uh, I hope that, uh, my boys can, uh, at least the oldest one remember a little bit of it, but, uh, you know, quite an experience. That is cool. How, uh, the, the golf course played really, really hard. There was a lot of wind. 
but it, you know, all the talk of Masters Week was Tiger coming up to the Masters and everything else. Did you get a chance at all to speak to Tiger or watch Tiger play any at all? Uh, I didn't watch him play, you know, live or anything like that. Uh, it seemed like our tee times were pretty close to each other all week. Uh, so I was on the putting green with them, you know, walked to the putting green with them, kind of chit chatted, nothing, nothing extensive, nothing, uh, too long, but, uh, he's, he's the guy that you want to have out there as long as possible. I mean, he's, he's the guy, I mean, tigers, uh, what, what, you know, the lines, my pockets these days. And, uh, he's, he's the, one of the main reasons, uh, why we're playing for so much money. And, you know, I give him credit and try to thank him anytime I, uh, get a chance to. It looks like we're going to see him next week. I know that, you know, the, the majors are what it's all about for him at this point. He's obviously, it's all gravy because there was, and I feel like we've said this a bunch of times. We thought we'd never see him play again, whether it's for injuries or the car accident, whatever it is, but to, just to be able to see him compete again, he appears to have speed. And and I do think if, if, if the cards were to all line up right, like they did at the 2019 masters, I, I naively believe that he could win again. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think he's one of those guys you ever want to count out. Um, right. he, you know, a lot of people counted him out the, the, when he got in trouble the first time, you know, had the car accident, you know, no matter what, uh, happens, it's, it seems like in his life, he's always going to bounce back. He's always wanting to prove people wrong. And, uh, you know, I'm happy that he's out. I'm happy he's playing. Uh, you know, I can't wait to see him. I mean, he's, you know, the crowds are bigger. They're, they're more lively any, any, anytime he plays or even threatens to tee it up. So um, I can't wait to, to see what uh, he has in store for uh, Southern Hills. I know it's a tough golf course, um, but you know, I think Augusta is a tough walk and I think it was, uh, I think it was tough on him uh, that quick coming back from surgery and all that stuff. So, but uh, any chance to even have him around a golf tournament, uh, let alone have him play is uh, great for the game and great for great for us. Now, before we get into the PGA real quick, and I do, I do want to get deeper into the PGA. You just mentioned that walk and the, yeah. and that, that is the difficult part now. And maybe you yeah. can talk about it. Have you played Southern Hills at all? I haven't played Southern Hills. Um, this will be my first go around. I, I know a little bit about it, but not, not a lot. I know it's a tough golf course. It's uh, you know, one that you have to chip and putt it very well around. Um, but you know, I, I, I'm going to go there just like any other golf tournament prepare. Like I, I normally would, um, you know, I, I'll probably spend a little bit more time around the greens and some of the places I've been to, you know, five, six, 10 times. So, right. um, looking forward to uh, a tough test. I mean, you know, I'm hoping that we get, uh, you know, ni nicer conditions, not, you know, blowing a hundred, uh, like it has <laughs> been every other tournament I've played in lately, let, let alone last week at Wells Fargo. It, you know, it seemed to just blow and rain all, all weekend, but, um, they really that, had that a rough course, I played there before and it's, uh, it's a difficult test. Yeah, they did. I mean, I mean, um, what's his name? Max Homa with that win. He played a hell of a, of a tournament to be able to get, get, to get a win out of there. Keaton yeah. Bradley played well, but that golf course played super hard. Yeah. It was a grind all week. It looked like. Would you agree that the walk at Southern Hills, and it is called Southern Hills, so there's obviously some hills there. Yeah. Is it going to be an easier walk on Tiger than Augusta was? From what I know, I mean, be, you know, having Augusta be, you know, relatively soft, um, I think, you know, I don't, I have, other than the Tournament of Champions, I've never met a golf course that's uh, a tougher walk. I, you know, I think it's just, uh, you know, in conjunction with, you know, the mental mental side of playing Augusta national. Uh, I think the walk and the physicality of playing that golf course is, uh, is 
exponentially more difficult. So it's, uh, it, it'll, be a, it'll be a tough test. But I think, um, as far as I know, Augusta is a tougher walk than Southern Hills. I mean, I, I imagine Southern Hills is a tough walk, but I, I, I can't imagine it being any more difficult than uh, Augusta. I mean, you're walking on side hill, downhill, uphill. You know, there, there's really the only flat spots are on the tee boxes. Right. Yeah, it's encouraging for Tiger fans and really just golf in general that maybe without the difficulty of the walk, because Tiger started off really well on Thursday, he played well yeah, and, and he was not that far out of the mix. And you could see that as the week went on yeah. and the the wind and, and everything else that was playing into, into the factor, he just, it looked like he just got tired and yeah. hopefully they will be different here. I agree. I mean, it looked like he got a little tired more physically than mentally. I mean, mm-hmm. Tiger's, you know, one of the strongest mental players, uh, you know, to, to ever walk around a, a golf course, but you know, it's kind of one of those things that, um, you know, he might've come back a little bit too early, but he had speed. He hit some great golf shots. He holds some nice putts and he played solid golf all week, even being tired. So, um, I think that's, uh, you know, things are looking up for the, the fans of Tiger Woods and people that want to watch him. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. So PGA next week, yep. talks about Tiger. Talked about the golf course. We've gotten 10 minutes into this thing and we have not mentioned the P word, but I'm going to mention it now. Do you know if Phil is playing next week? Because, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> since everything went down with Phil, he I mean, we've seen some like videos, almost like you see of like a criminal when they're looking yeah. for him. We've seen some shots of Phil hitting balls on the range and this, that, and the other. There's been some news stories. I know Phil has registered for the PGA. Do you think we see Phil next week at the PGA? Well, I mean, uh, as I said before, I had a really strong six or seven week stretch and, uh, I, you know, the last two, two and a half weeks, I've really disconnected from, from golf. I played some, uh, golf with my buddies back home, you know, just, uh, some carefree fun golf, um, to stay loose and stay a little bit sharp and whatnot. But, you know, Phil is a, you know, a multi-major champion. He's, uh, grown the game for, (laughs) God knows how long he's been on the PGA tour for God knows how long. I mean, he's a incredible player. I mean, you know, for a PGA, for him to be winning uh, and coming back this week, I think is great. I have no idea if he'll be back. Um, I hope he is, but you know, I think he's got a lot going on in his life right now. And uh, you know, golf is a game. Golf is something that is uh, entertainment. It's not life. It's not, you know, kids and, you know, really what matters at the end of the end of the day. So uh, I hope he plays, but if not, he's going to be taking care of taking care of business, taking care of himself. Yeah. I mean, if you believe the stories that you read, I'm not sure why you were out for the two weeks. You said that you really kind of disconnect for two weeks. Are you able to do that? You're not, so you don't, you don't, you try not to follow because social media has completely changed golf in many different yeah. ways. Some good, some not so good. Uh, yeah, I mean, for the most part, um, you know, I definitely, you know, I don't, I look at, you know, social media a little bit here and there. I don't tend to read a whole lot of, a lot of stuff just because things tend to get blown out of proportion. Things get, you know, people just dwell on the fact of, you know, one, you know, 
mediocre, minuscule little thing. And uh, for him, I, you know, he's got, he's got a lot on his plate and, you know, I think it's easy for me to disconnect because, you know, I jump, when I go home, I jump right back into my two little boys life. I mean, you know, right. doctor's appointments, school, you know, I, you know, being outside playing basketball, trying to teach them sports, doing this, that, and the other thing. I mean, my phone's in my back pocket if, you know, people need to get a hold of me, but for the most part, I'm not staring at social media, reading, you know, everything about it. I'm enjoying my, my at home time, you know, getting my spot back to where it needs to be on the couch and, uh, you know, enjoying my kids, you know, they're, they wake me up, you know, hitting me in the face, peeling my eyeball open in the morning. I said, all right, let's go make me some coffee and I'll make you some toast and some breakfast and, you know, hit the ground running. So I, I, I really enjoy that. Uh, I enjoy my, my home time and, uh, my, my life away, away from the game of golf. And, you know, I, I try to do that to the best of my ability. So, yeah, I mean, I know I've said this before, but I, I don't read a whole lot of articles. Um, you know, I try to, you know, stick to what I know and stick to to me and my family and, you know, what I'm trying to, to, to do for them. One of the things last week that did pop up on social was, I, I don't know if you saw Tiger went, uh, it was last week sometime or maybe even the week before, Tiger went and played Southern Hills. and I did see that. Yeah, he didn't take Joey with him, his caddy. He had uh, the director of golf there at Southern Hills caddy for him. Yeah. And some burner account, some people claim it's run by uh, Patrick Reed. I'm not sure if that's really true or not. I don't know. Uh, They had a problem that Tiger got some hidden information from the director of golf there at Southern Hills because he had, he, they had a yardage book or something they were going over. Do yeah. you have any issue with that? No, not none whatsoever. I mean, who cares if you know what, if you have such a problem with it, then, you know, you fire up your G six or G five or whatever you got going and go fly up to Southern Hills, play a practice round and do your due diligence. I mean, He's a, you know, a 14 time major winner. I mean, he's won 80 some events. Uh, in his uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. 15, 15, sorry. 15. <laughs> That's okay. 15 <laughs> times. My, my bad. My bad. 15 time major winner. You know, the guys, you know, the guys won a million times. I mean, you know, I saw that stat. I did see a stat, uh, the, you know, the Scotty Scheffler thing. He's okay, won, hold you know, on. Yeah, I'm going to read you know, 29 of, uh, of his events or whatever, but you know, look at the stat of Tiger Woods and his, uh, whatever, 11 year career there. He won 34 events or, you know, his, you know, or maybe for, maybe it was for his, uh, you know, entire career, you right. know, it, winning 34%. Is, yeah. The stat is <laughs> so far this season and Scotty Scheffler's had an amazing season. Let's start Insane. with that. The Insane. best season by far. Okay. He's won 29% of his starts and he's finished in the top 10, 50% of the time, which is absolutely amazing on the PGA tour. Yeah. Especially in today's age with, you know, the, the young guns, you know, rolling in an 11 year period from 1999 to 2009, Tiger won 34% of his starts and finished in the top 10, 77% of the time. It'll go unmatched. It'll go unmatched. I mean, you can't you you couldn't program a robot to do that kind of thing. No. If they yeah, took I mean, Iron, if they took Iron Byron out there, that machine that just hits balls, it it could not do any better than no. what Tiger did. There's no way. There's no way. It's uh it's insane. So I I mean I got no problem Tiger going out there and you know playing playing golf out there. I saw Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth posted something about going there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah today or yesterday or, you know, this week or whatever. So I got no problem. Somebody going out there trying to get the edge on somebody. That's what we're all trying to do. I mean, 
you know, with yardage books uh, being, you know, kind of dialed back, you know, the green reading stuff being dialed back, I, I got no problem you know, doing a little extra homework. So with a, a, an extra yardage book, it, it's no big deal. I mean, if it's a, pre, a prior yardage book with something else in there, then he's not going to be able to carry it anyway or and or, you know, take those notes and put it into the new yardage book. So I got zero problem with that. I, you know, I actually handed to him for, you know, working harder than, uh, well, me. PXG has done it again with the launch of a new lineup of drivers, fairways, hybrids, and irons. The new Gen 5 golf clubs deliver significantly increased MOI, faster ball speeds, longer distances, and tighter dispersions, all coupled what the exceptional feel and sound golfers have come to expect from PXG. Schedule your custom fitting or buy online at pxg.com. <laughs> and he's still got to hit all the shots when it comes down to it. You can know everything you want to know. That's like, it's like going to your home course. I mean, yeah. plenty of guys play their home course on the PGA tour. There are guys that live close and play golf courses. They don't win every time and they know every nuance of the golf course. You still have to hit every single shot, no matter what, you know? Yeah. And I mean, you know, you, you see these guys rolling balls with their, the little track or, you know, whatever, and the ball's not going to roll the same way every single time. So, you know, it, it's just how the ball, you know, getting a lucky bounce here, lucky bounce there. And, you know, you, as you said, you got to hit the shots. Yeah. I saw a really cool video the other day on social. Somebody had a uh, stint meter and they had mm-hmm. set it up right at the hole and they rolled three balls down it. And they yep. all three finished in a different two. One went in the hole. One was on the right side. One was on the left side. And that's just golf. It is. It's a, it's a game that uh, cannot be perfected. And it's a game that you know, nobody's ever going to perfect it. The closest we've ever come is Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. Exactly. So you're playing this week in the Byron. Are you familiar with, you're very familiar with this golf course, right? Actually, uh, I'm not. I've never played it. I know they yeah. played no, I never played uh, this this one. I was playing there for a while. I've played uh, the Four Seasons, uh, okay. the other one, uh, but I've never played this one. It's kind of always been, you know, fit right in the schedule where, you know, it just wasn't uh, the right time or to travel here. Uh, so, you know, I've uh, I never played it. Looking forward to it. I, uh, I drove by it earlier uh, to pick up some of my stuff, but um, it, uh, it looks like it's in great shape. It's as green as can be. And, uh, I, I know it's a, a decent golf course, so I'm looking forward to the test. What's your take on playing the week before major? Because I know you took the week off before the masters to get ready. Yeah. And now you're going to play the week for the PGA. So you've done both. Which do you prefer? Uh, most of the time I've played my best golf with a week off, uh, prior to whatever event, uh, it may be. Uh, but you know, I wanted to get my game sharp, play a lot of the, uh, the Florida swing, um, you know, gearing up for Augusta. I didn't play the week before Augusta, not so much, you know, I, it didn't, it, I don't think it hurt me so much, but, um, now I think, I, I think I play a little bit better. I'm more in the, you know, the mindset of, you know, playing, I'm a little bit more comfortable. I'm loose. I, you know, I'm, I think I'm ready to, to play, but I hadn't played a whole lot going into the Florida swing. So I wanted to be sharp and play the, those golf courses before, um, before the uh, the other Texas event before uh, Augusta, so um, normally, and I'm going to try to play the week before majors. Um, but I've kind of done both. But I think for me, I, I need to just enter the the tournament, um, you know, fresh. But you know, not trying to do anything special. I've gone to the British, I've gone to the U.S. Open, I've gone to other majors early and maybe over-prepared. And then I was just kind of like, you know, not burnout, but, you know, just not mentally, you know, ready to play and ready to go. It's right. like, you're there a little bit too long. 
And once you're there for, you know, four or five days before the tournament starts, you, you know, you feel like the tournament should have already started. So that's right, you can only get hyped up so much. <laughs> you, yeah. you can overhype yourself. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what I fall, uh, I've fallen into before, but you know, I, I think that, uh, I'm going to be able to do my, my course prep, um, you know, getting to a major, getting to a golf course that I haven't seen on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, no matter, uh, no matter which event I'm going to go to. So you're playing three weeks in a row now, cause you're going to play the Byron Nelson this week, next yep. week, the PGA and the week yep. after you're the defending champ at the Charles Schwab cup. Yep. And that, that also is in Texas, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Fort Worth, Texas, a colonial looking forward to, uh, getting back and, uh, you know, going, uh, going into a, another tournament, uh, defending it's, uh, it's always kind of fun to, to be at a, a venue like that. Um, historical place looking forward to getting out on that first tee box and seeing my name on that, uh, wall of champions on that first tee, a pretty cool, uh, experience. I mean, I get that friendly reminder all the time with the truck that I won last year. So, uh, I t actually picked up my, uh, uh, oldest son today in it. And, uh, he, he was all smiles getting into that thing. That old truck is super cool, man. That's yeah. so cool. That's a, that's, that's, that's a cool thing to keep. So are there more, maybe the average person doesn't understand or doesn't know, are there more responsibilities put on you being a defending champ the week of the event, or is it just another golf tournament? Um, yeah, I mean, you, you're going to have media day, you, you know, you got a, a champion's reception dinner, whatever they got planned. Um, a couple other things that I have uh, already planned with, uh, some sponsors going on that week. So yeah, there is more, but you know, you just have to, you have to say no when, uh, you, you have to say, no, you got to go get your practice done. And then if right. you know, somebody requests for, you know, a podcast or a video or, you know, whatever it may be media day, you, you know, you know, it's coming. You just, you have to plan for it. Right. All right. Note in phone. Do not text Jason about podcast week of Charles Schwab. Okay. Done. <laughs> got that. Um, you, so, all right, here if, we go. I, if, you, if you text me like next week uh, for colonial, I got no problem with it. I can plan for it, but right. you know, I I've, I've tried to, I, I hate saying no. No, I know and, you do. Uh, I, I know I, you do. I've had I know. to say no a, a little bit more often these days. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. You know what? And then mental health is always rightfully so has been at the forefront of so many conversations. And For a sure. lot of times that is saying no. Sometimes you just have to say no to take care of your what you want to do. You can't yeah. only just give, give, give to everybody else or you're not you anymore. And so I, I absolutely respect that. But I think the most amazing thing is, is we're 22 minutes into this and we have not talked about the S word, not one time, <laughs> but we're getting ready to. So I just, want uh, to yeah, I, here we I'm go. sure it's coming. I'm sure it's coming. So, so yeah, so we got this week's of our Nelson. Then we've got the PGA. Then you're defending at Charles Schwab. The following week is the Memorial, yeah. which is a home game for you. Yeah. Are you playing the Memorial this year? I am not a uh, friend of my, one of my uh, best friends is getting married uh, that weekend. And uh, kind of one of the very few and last guys that uh, in my close group net, uh, you know, net of friends that uh, I would be asked to be in his wedding. So I said, yes. And um, you know, playing the three weeks prior, I, I said, no problem. Well, let's, let's skip it and uh, go have some fun down in Charlotte and, you know, celebrate uh, you and your uh, newly wife. So looking That's forward awesome. to that. Looking forward to that. Plus, it's a little getaway for uh, my wife and I. We're right. uh, we're leaving we're leaving the kids at home that weekend, so uh, go down there for the wedding. It's uh, it'll be a, a you know long but fun weekend. Oh, that's cool. All right, so then the weekend after that, here we go. The weekend after that is June 9th. It is the RBC. 
But alongside the RBC is the first event of the much talked about Saudi league. Yeah. And we've talked about it with you and I've been very, very clear about where I stand on that. I, I, I do, I do not like where the money's coming from. I don't like how they're doing this. I, I, and I've been very upfront and open and honest with it. And listen, I don't play golf for a living. I understand like Lee Westwood said, I play golf for money. I want to get paid. I, I yeah. have no issue with that. Yeah. I just don't like where this comes from. I don't like how it's gone down. And I don't know how you can trust these people to know that it's going to be exactly what they say it is. But, but none of that matters at this point. It's the fact that well, I know Lee Westwood, I know Garrigus has applied. Sergio had his meltdown last week, which he made it kind of clear where he stands. He's I, I did see that. I did uh I did hear it through the grapevine. My 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 golf friends that I play golf with for fun, they keep me uh apprised to to all the golf information. They hey, did you hear about this? I'm like, no. But they tell me all about it. So it's uh, you I got a lot of friends like me, bit. actually. I can see why you and I get along well because they sound just like me. So I get oh, that. Yeah. I'd, I'd be oh, that yeah. guy too. That's so all right. Sergio was on the clock. I guess yeah. he, they started the clock too soon looking for his ball. He had an issue yeah. and then it turned into, uh, I can't wait to not deal with you anymore. I want to be off this tour, any of that kind of stuff, which he, he never said he was going over there, but that's obviously what yeah. it leaned towards. Uh, I know Martin Keimer has also applied Phil. Um, we had talked to you about it before and you had said that it, it, it was absolutely something you had had thought about and you were interested in what I don't understand before I get into that. Let me, let me, let me back up a little bit. Okay. If you're able to play, I see a lot of guys have requested permission to or requested a release, which you have to do no matter what. Yeah. If you're granted your release to play in the London event in yeah. the beginning, if you played in these events, you were not allowed to play on the PGA tour anymore. Is that still the case? Anybody we see in the London event is the yeah. understanding that we won't see them in a PGA tour event again. As far as my understanding uh, of the whole thing, um, you know, when, you know, everything hit the fan with Phil and, you know, everything else, it was just kind of one of those things that I, I just didn't really, that was, it was too much noise uh, for me. And I just kind of focused on the golf tournament that I had uh, on hand, uh, whether, whether it was Riviera, whether it was, you know, the players, Bay Hill, whatever. I mean, there's just so much noise with social media, um, everything getting blown out of proportion. Um, you know, I can see both sides of this thing going on right now. I think it's, uh, I, I think it's a little extravagant to, you know, ban a player to go play for more money. I mean, exponentially more money, uh, than the, uh, the, the opposing event going on, uh, now, but, you know, it, we're independent contractors. We're paid to, you know, entertain. We're paid to play golf. And, you know, if somebody's going to pay you more or offer you a lot more money, you have to really think about it. It's not like um, you can't just kind of put it to the side and you you disagree with, you know, one side of it. But it, it's it's an interesting conversation to have and it's interesting to think about. And, you know, a player like myself that hasn't won uh, a major or hasn't, you know, didn't play golf in the, the era of the, you know, the mega contracts and, and whatnot. I mean, I've made an incredible living for myself. I, I can't, uh, I can't say that I haven't, I mean, it's been an amazing, you know, ride for, you know, 10 plus years, the last year and a half has been an amazing thing, but you know, if somebody's going to pay you more, more money than, you know, you've ever seen in your, the lifetime of your career and, you know, you're, you're, you're playing each week for, you know, more than 
what you've made in your career, then it's, it's something that you have to think about, but you also have to weigh your options and, you know, talk to your family and, you know, it's, it's a big decision, but I I don't foresee, in my opinion, be players, um, whether it's Sergio or Phil or whatever being banned for the, their lifetime uh, of golf. So, um, I'm interested to see what happens. Um, I'm taking one tournament at a time. I got, you know, obviously Byron Nelson this week, um, you know, along so with the PGA that uh, I'm gearing up for. So as I said, it's a lot of noise. There's a lot of, you know, you know, criticism and, you know, of both sides. So uh, I've kind of taken a back seat. Um, I'll listen to, you know, whatever, what happens. Uh, I'll watch what I, I'll be interested to see what happens, but um, you know, I got, uh, I got a major uh, championship next week. I'm defending a colonial. I've got a lot on my plate before uh, any of that. I even, comes to mind. Does it bother you at all? As I said before, does it bother you where the money's coming from and the way things are in Saudi Arabia? Does that bother you? Is that one of the things that would make you hesitant to be a part of that and possibly risk what you have here? No. Um, meeting those guys playing the the Saudi Invitational the last two years, um, I haven't played a ton of golf outside of the United States, outside of, you know, uh, an open championship and, you know, stuff like that. So I haven't played that. I mean, I played over in China a couple of times, uh, but I haven't played a whole lot of golf, uh, outside the U S. So I thought it was an interesting event. And I went over there, I met a couple of the guys that, uh, are, you know, behind a lot of the money and, uh, you know, they were extremely respectful, um, very nice to me. And, uh, I, I enjoyed my time over there. I was treated, uh, with the utmost respect and, uh, I, I, but yeah, to, to answer your question, no, not at all. Have you put in a release to ask to play the London event or any future events? Have you, have you done that yet? Have you filed that paperwork? I have not filed that paperwork. You have not. Now the guys that, that, that have the London event is first. Is it your understanding that if you don't play the first event, can you join other future events or is, or is it kind of a one-off thing? Uh, I, from what my understanding is, and I'm letting my agent kind of handle most of that, mm-hmm. um, focusing my, for, you know, the last three weeks, I, my, my entire focus was my family and, you know, spending as much time with my kids as I could. Cause I've got, uh, you know, a pretty big stretch of golf coming up with, you know, two majors, uh, defending a colonial. So I, you know, I've got a lot on my plate, uh, you know, prior to that. So, I'm letting him field all the phone calls and whatnot. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I'm going to play the Scottish this year. So um playing uh, JP McManus's pro-am. So, you know, there's a lot of other stuff and yeah, I mean, uh, it, it could be something in the, in the future, but you know, it's kind of a, you know, what, to be honest, I thought it was the same week as Memorial, which I thought was kind of strange, but uh, that was my planning. So I, I didn't, I didn't even think about, putting in paperwork or doing anything like that because I thought it was the same week as my buddy's wedding. So that was my plan. And I was focusing on that. Now, have they, are they sending invites? Is that, is that something they're due or, or, or is it more of a, you reach out to them or is it, they reach out to you? Couldn't tell you. You don't know. Yeah. Cause there's just so many unknowns about this and it seemed like it was full speed ahead and then the fill thing happened and then it was kind of the brakes were pumped and it was almost a case of some people thought it was dead in the water, but now it appears to be full steam ahead again. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, from, you know, talking to, to Greg, um, 
it, it sounded like it was going on. Uh, you know, when Phil, you know, made his comments or his comments came out, um, you know, it seemed like things were a little derailed, but you know, they're, they're hosting events, um, for a incredible amount of money. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, who goes over there and who doesn't, but you know, the, I think the PGA tour has really, uh, there was an event that I know that they wanted to have a larger purse than the player's championship. And they said no, because they wanted to have the PGA, you know, that, and that, and that regard, I think is, you know, a selfish thing for the PGA tour to do, um, you know, to say no to, uh, you know, a sponsor that was going to put up the money to, to have a bigger event or a bigger, you know, purse money, uh, for a limited field event. And they said, no. So I, you know, that's taking money out of my pocket. Uh, to play a limited field event and no cut event. So I, um, I, that, in that respect, I, I don't really agree with that. Uh, but was this, you know, an, uh, was this an already standing event or, or event that would be added? This was an event uh, quite a few years ago that was going to be added okay. uh, to the schedule. So, I mean, I'm going to leave the names out of it. I mean, it's just kind of one of those things, you know, the, the PGA tour has been a long outstanding things, but they do, they do stuff that uh, isn't right uh, as well. So I, I'm not, I'm not pointing any fingers here, but um, I, I, I agree and disagree on, uh, on both sides uh, of what's going on here. So, you know, I'm interested to see what's going on with this first event. It's a golf tournament event. Um, it's entertainment and they're playing for an incredible amount of money. And as I said before, and I've said it again, any chance that I can do you know, take advantage of to make more money, uh, in less time to be at home with my family. Um, I, I'm all for, it. I can't wait to, you know, I'm trying to teach my, my son the proper way to, to shoot a jump shot or a foul shot right now. I, I can't wait to, you know, see what happens with that, uh, down the road instead of, you know, grinding my life away on the PGA tour. So what is the money? These are no cut events on the, on the, on, on the live investments league. Well, I mean, there's stuff that I know and stuff that I don't know about, you know, each event. Um, but I believe that they, you know, they're going to, you know, there's like a team side of it and then there's going to be, you know, other stuff. So, uh, it's a golf tournament and I know that, uh, the, they're giving away $25 million to, I don't know, 60, 64 guys or well, however many guys I think they have 48 you know, guys. I think it's 48, 48 total. Guys. Yeah. Even better. 25 <laughs> million to 48 guys. Even better. That's not, I mean, if you said that to anybody else, they'd jump at the offer to, to play for that. I mean, I don't know what the purse is at the RBC. Doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter which event it is, uh, whether it was Memorial or, it, you know, the, the players championship for that matter. It doesn't matter if you gave somebody $25 million to play for against 48 guys with no cut. Um, it, it sounds like a great idea, but you know, I want to see what see what happens, see what's going on with the the first event. But my understanding was it was the same week as my buddy's wedding, so I I didn't even think twice about it. So I'm focusing on what I got in front of me. Yeah, I mean, I, I get I get the, the the money aspect, like I said to you before, and I've been extremely open about that. My issue is just where the money's coming from and the things that are going on as a country in Saudi Arabia. Those are the yeah. things that that bother me. And so that's where my issue is. I understand going to going to play golf for more money. I, I get that. But I also get where I like you. I, I see both sides. I see where the PGA Tour is trying to protect 
their entity and what they have built. And so I yeah. can see where they stand as well. It, it, it's going to be very interesting to see where this goes from here moving forward because it's about to get real. We're a month out where there's going to be real decisions to be made. And like you said, did they keep somebody out forever? Are you kept out for a year, two years, five years? How do they do this? Yeah. Who, who knows? I, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure of what is going on, but uh, from what I know is, uh, you know, if you you're gonna go play and you break, uh, you know, contract with the PGA Tour, you're gonna be banned for life. So, um, you know, with uh, you know all the majors and everything else, yeah, you know, we'll we'll see. I mean, people want to play play golf for different reasons, and um, you know, I've been pretty uh pretty one-sided about uh why i play golf i mean i want to provide for my family is the the best life i can and um i'm striving to do that um as fast as i can yeah i, I mean, mean the question too is you is gotta think release. like i'm 30 i'm 30 i'm go i'll be 37 in two weeks and mm-hmm. yeah i'm on the latter end of you know uh my pga tour career considering that when i got out on tour it was the, the median age was 30 whatever three or four and now it's what, 25, maybe 26. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it's decreasing year after year. And, you know, I, you know, I call myself an old man, but I mean, when I look at these guys like Victor Hovland and just, you know, built like a stretch band and, and you know, Joaquin Neiman, you know, these guys are doing, <laughs> doing some incredible stuff. It's, it's fun to watch. It's fun golf to watch, but you know, it is fun for me to, the to, to play the old man role and, you know, try to take them down when I have the, uh, the yeah. opportunity. It is. It's also fun to cash checks as well. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Uh, what is the current state of your game, Jason? I know you said you took some weeks and took some time off, played with your buddies. Yeah. Uh, what's the current state of your game heading into the Byron Nelson and then subsequently the PGA and as you defended the Charles Schwab? You know, uh, I threw some new wedges in the bag uh, a few months back. Really kind of feel really good about the chipping and putting. Uh, fiddled around with, a, you know, a couple different um, – uh, not options, but more, you know, settings with the driver. I think I got that dialed in, um, this past week, took that whole w- first week off after, um, RBC, uh, to kind of, you know, I guess nurse my neck back. I mean, I got stretched out a couple massages and whatnot, uh, feels exponentially better. Don't have any, any pain or anything else going on. So I, uh, I feel as good as possible going into this week outside of a, a few allergy issues, but I'm, I'm ready to go. A uh, few few days of practice, we'll get it dialed in and uh, be be definitely ready to go for the PGA Championship. Awesome, because you got three events to to kind of tune up for before you take a week off and then make some decisions moving forward. So, before we let you go, we always have these uh, fun nine questions we're going to ask you. So uh, I tried to change them up a little bit because, like I said, you've been on before. So here we go. Number one, who is the best ball striker on the PGA Tour in your opinion? Best ball striker on the PGA tour. Ooh, that's uh, tough. I mean, I, what, I'll tell you what, a uh, long time, great ball striker. And I'm going to throw his name out there because I played against him in match play, but Sergio Garcia did not miss a shot when I played him. So he's one of the all time best ball strikers. All he right. might not be the best right now, but right. you know, when he's on, uh, I don't think there's anybody better. Uh, whose pocket have you gotten into the most? Playing on playing practice rounds on the PGA Tour, Phil. Phil, <laughs> did did he pay up? Because according to the story, once again, I know you don't pay attention. According to the story last week, he was forty mil in debt. Are you part of that problem, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> I am. Uh, I, I am thousands into that. 
<laughs> that, that. But I am uh, I'm 100% paid up. You're paid up. All right, good, 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 good. Uh, who is your favorite sports team, professional or college? Uh, Xavier basketball, Ohio State football. All right, we can deal with that. Uh, go-to food on the road. Mm, go-to food on the uh, – you know what? Uh, I like to rent a house and cook. All right, cool. I got, respect that. Uh, most famous phone number in your cell phone? Uh, Timberlake. Oh, wow. That's cool. Justin Timberlake. Wow. All right, that, you know what? That might be the best one yet. I think that's the best one yet. Of all the guys we've talked to, that's the best one yet. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Player you'd be most nervous to be paired with on the tour. And please don't say Tiger. Everybody says Tiger. Everybody says Tiger is because it is Tiger. <laughs> there, tiger. Is there any other option? Is I there guess. any other option? Because I mean, you know, I would have said you could have said any any name when I got out on tour, but this is my 11th season on tour. Right. I've played with everybody. So, yeah, I mean, I guess uh, the, the most nervous would be it would have to be Tiger. I mean, Phil can, you know, get you shaking every once in a while. But we, you know, there for a while, a uh, couple years back, we were playing, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday games here and there and just kind of having some fun. But, um, yeah, I have to say Tiger. I mean, there's nobody else. All right. If, uh, if you could change your swing, push a button and change your golf swing to anybody else that's on tour, whose would it be? Anybody, uh, Adam Scott, Adam Scott, it, it, it's, it's almost like it's on rails. It's so good. <laughs> it's it unbelievable. So good. It is so good. Uh, what's your favorite hole on the PGA tour? Favorite hole on the PGA tour. Um, I guess it would be my, uh, my favorite and least favorite number 10 at Riviera. <laughs> really? Okay. What, <laughs> lay up or lay, lay up or go for it. I mean, the numbers say go for it. But I mean, the year I lost to, to Bubba, I laid up all four days and made I I played it two under par. So uh, that that's that, that's one of the all time best. But I mean, I did make a hole in one at uh, let's see, number five at Sea uh, Island. Okay, that's good. Uh, in the gym, I saw you were in the gym the other day, Planet Fitness. G- cardio or weights? What are you doing the most of? Uh, I've been doing a lot more, uh, elliptical and cardio stuff, but, um, I just don't like the way my game suffers when I, when I lift the weights. Cause I, I, I was, I've always been a guy that gets, uh, overly sore, mm-hmm. uh, and I struggle with that. So, uh, more cardio these days. Cool. Well, I'd ask you what your schedule is moving forward, but we know it. We'll see you this week. Obviously, the Byron Nelson tees off tomorrow. We will see you at the PGA next week at Southern Hills. Yep. And mm-hmm. then the Charles Schwab in Fort Worth. Got and it. And you got a wedding to go to. And then I guess you haven't made decisions on what you'll play moving forward after that. I am. Uh, I've always been. I, my caddy gets mad at me for this uh, all the time because I, I don't plan my schedule out very far in advance. And I've uh, never been that way. I've uh, never made, made the schedule for the for the year. But uh, I know I'm going to play uh, these next three events. couple kind of toss up, uh, you know, events that I may or may not play in uh, moving forward. So, um, but I'm taking these three weeks. Uh, I'm going to put my nose to the grindstone and play as uh, well as I can. Well, good luck to you. Thank you again for coming on the uh, podcast and we will see you the next three weeks. Hopefully you can, uh, get your first major and even defend at the, at the Charles Schwab. Either or both would be great. Uh, We'll take both and be good. (laughs) Jason, man. Thank you so much, man. You're always awesome. Appreciate you coming on. No problem. Thank you. Talk to you guys soon on another Stripe Show podcast. Talk to you soon.